Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my holiday-inspired co-host, Mina Kunlis-Utep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today, we are going to talk about the five reasons why you should still be showing up in person. That's right. We are going to talk about the five reasons why you still need to show up in person for your customers. But first, we just want to thank all of you that have left a review on Apple Podcasts. And we want to thank I'm Simple Jane for this awesome review. I'm just going to share it with you guys right here. It says, real advice from women who have been there. The Product Boss Podcast and community have helped me in so many ways that could have helped held up progress in the past in moving my business forward. I honestly feel like I have access to all the tools I need to build a multi-million dollar business. That is amazing. Yes. Thank you. I'm Simple Jane. That is awesome. We would love that for all of you guys. Building a multi-million dollar business is fantastic. Yeah. And so if you haven't done so already, please, please, please leave us a review. It will help our podcast grow and reach more people. So let's jump into those five reasons why you all should still be showing up in person. Yes. I I feel like once you said why you should still be showing up in person, we had a few people be like, oh, no, please, no. Um, And that's the thing, right? In-person is so powerful that we want to do a whole episode on why you should be doing it because we even heard so many people talking about their holiday um, gift marts that they're going to be a part of. And we truly believe that in-person is the fastest, quickest way for you to build your business the way that you want to. So in-person is where it's at. You get so much, number one, data. So that's what we're going to dive into right now is the five reasons why. And number one is the data, the the data you get from an in-person event. So we were at the Create and Cultivate Small Business Summit before we recorded this, and we heard the founder of Haberdash and Gwynny B say that she still shows up in person. So they are a subscription clothing service online. There is no brick and mortar, but they still show up in person. And one of the biggest reasons that they do that is for data. And that's because when you're in person with your customers, you actually start to find out what their needs are. They're going to start to talk to you and tell you what they like, what they don't like like what they need. If they are a customer, they might be more willing to tell somebody that they're talking to like, oh, this happened when I got my box or I wish that this would happen. Right. You start to see people's reactions immediately, even if it's not verbal, even if they're not telling you, you see when they walk into your booth, let's say, what products gravitate, they gravitate towards the most, what ones they're picking up, which ones they call their friends over to look at. Um, If they don't like the way that you explain something and they feel they're like backing away slowly from you, all of those things that are so um, cued in when you're in person with somebody that doesn't happen online 
from them answering a written black and white poll on a questionnaire, right? These things are in person that you get real data with uh, basically a 360 view and all of it. Yeah. So if everybody walks up to the same blue shirt, then you're like, oh yeah, blue, like this is something they're going for. So I would tell any of you that are in person and this could be at a trade show, this can be at a pop-up holiday market, this could be at a farmer's market, this could be just an event that you hold at a friend's house, um, you could be doing a trunk show, anything. It could even just be a, a place where you show up, where you're able to display your product. Maybe you're not actually selling. Um, I want you guys to take note of the responses. So if you get a chance, have a notebook with you that you scribble down really quickly or in your phone, notes of, of what people are thinking because at the end of a day or an event or something in person, you might feel overwhelmed. You're going to have to audit that day and download all that information to see if you can remember some of these things and collect that data. Right. So not number- even responses. I want to say not just responses, but questions they're asking. Right. So sometimes they'll be they'll answer a pitch, let's say, with a question. What questions are they asking? Because it becomes a two-way thing. Imagine all the questions we get if we showed up at a booth as the Product Boss Podcast, right? That would be like gold mine of what episodes we should be doing. So that would be just knowing what questions they're answering or asking and what obstacles you could be um basically solving for them. And that would be perfect data right there for what you could get. Yeah. I love that question idea. It could be um, something that you just have in a place where there's like Q and A is answered. Like Mm -hmm. you said, it could be something that you solve for them. It could help you create content like outreach to them. It could be something that you start to post more on your social media. Um, So that's just, that's a really great, great note. So number two is connection. You're building a real life connection with your customers. And in that, you're then building a community with your customers. Right. So introvert or extrovert, this is where it is at for making a connection uh, with your customer. Um, And even if you say, you know, you don't want to do it because you're an introvert, all that stuff, that's kind of a little bit of an excuse. I think that you do have to tap into, I'm, I'm putting on my CEO hat for this booth. I'm showing up as the CEO of my business, which, you know, introvert, extrovert, any of that stuff. And I'm going to make a connection with my customer because that ultimately is who I'm serving, right? That is who you, you need to know who your customer is and you need to know how to connect with them. Imagine trying to you know, get to know them so well that they will fall in love with you instantly when they show up in a different place. Yeah. People buy from people. And so whether that's online, which is why social media has taken off, why stories have done really well for people, when they show up live, when they show you the behind the scenes and also the product in which they're selling, they start to connect with you. So imagine that relationship that you'll build with people when you're actually in person. Um, and so you're also, you, and we'll talk about this, uh, later on, but you also want to build a community. So when you are doing all of these things, when you're sending out your email newsletters to your customers, when you're showing, showing up on social media, um, whatever you're doing, you're starting to create a community of people that love what you sell, that buy what you sell and love it. And they're going to share it with their friends. They are going to take pictures. If you sell, you know, a bracelet, they might take a picture and tag you in it. Whatever the case, you want them to feel like they're a part of a community. And that connection in person starts to build that for you. Because then when they see you online, whether you should pop into their inbox, it's going to be like, ooh, an old friend is there. 
or when they see you on social media, they're also going to be like, oh yeah, I met that person. I'll tell you, Mina and I, we haven't had a chance to meet all of you. We have had a chance for a few in-person events that we've done to connect with certain um, listeners. And there are people, right? They pop, we pop into each other's worlds on social and the email, they're really responsive. And that is, that kind of makes it like your, your writer dies, right? Like those are the people that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. In person, you create a bond with each other. And I think that the people that do end up meeting us in person, they have an instant bond with us because they're like, oh my gosh, you, you seem so real. That's not always what happens in the online sphere, for sure. You, you don't always meet people that seem real as in they are in real life. But if they show up first in real life and at a trade show, you for sure get that gauge of, oh, this person is real or you because they're right there in front of me and I either bond with them or I don't. So it's just the power of making that connection. It becomes a two-way engagement. You know, even if on the podcast, we're chatting with you guys and we, we don't know 100% sure what your reaction is. It's not a two-way, it's one way. Even in the DM, it, it's two-way, but it's definitely, you know, there's a certain um, tone that gets lost uh, when you're just typing something out. In person, you start to, the person seems so real because they seem you can read their body cues, right? You can see if you um, match up or not, like if there's a good chemistry, if there is, you know, a the way they laugh, the way they pull, um, lean forward to you, maybe they touch your arm when they talk to you. You know, it, it's just so much more powerful um, because, because, because of the physical aspect and the two-way chatting back and forth. Yeah. So um, I just want to shout out Melissa at Crazy Love Bath. So she's in our mastermind and she is about to have her third child and her dear husband is going to help her continue her business during the holidays while she's sort of on maternity leave from her own business. And one of the ways that they have built their business is in person. They do they do farmers markets, they do in-person events, and they sell these amazing products. So if you haven't checked them out yet, go and check them out. Um, and the thing that they were talking about, and this is true for all of you, because some of you are like in person, I don't have the, the time or the bandwidth or the energy. And we know that it's not sustainable. So trade show life is really hard. Um, farmers market life is really hard. We know that. But there is a point where you do have to go back to that at some point or build it into your year. So build it into your calendar that you still do find those connection points. And you do put on, like Mina said, like that CEO hat, that extrovert hat, where you get out there and you connect with your customer. Because if you're living in a bubble, you know, in your workshop, in your house, behind your computer, putting out a lot of ideas and putting out a lot of product to them, but you don't actually know what they want. The best, like we talked about your connection and data, the best data that you'll ever get is in person in front of your customers. So, um, you know, Melissa, we're fully supporting you as you transition more online, but also she's built an amazing business in person. And for those of you who are like, Oh, I haven't done in person in years. We'd love for you to reconsider that. So go ahead. No, I was going to say, right, they'll use that as a, a jumping off point, right? It's not sustainable, but they need something to leverage off of it. And that the in-person thing is is where they can do the best for a jumping off platform. Yeah. So number three is content. Um, so showing up in person, the reason why you still need to be doing this is so that you can actually build content, right? Yeah. Content is 
king and queen, all the things. Um, what, what, what I mean by content is like, it gives you a chance to post about something that people feel like they want to be a part of, right? The, you get two things. You get social proof, which means, hey, look at all these people. By the way, if you have an empty booth or if you have a full booth, you should always be showing pictures of a full booth, even if you have to crop out some people, right? So this is the same thing of when you have events. Sometimes people show or they have less chairs and then it's because those people, they want it to seem like a full room, right? They don't want it to feel empty because they want it to seem like this is something so amazing that there's all these people vying for, you know, the space to be in here. So it's the social proof and the authority of, hey, we're the experts showing you these products. Everybody wants to be a part of it. Don't miss out. We're at the farmer's market every Saturday. Look at all these people asking questions. These are our people. It also makes your, your message crystal clear. When you start working in a trade show life, you learn so quickly on what sells and what doesn't sell. So the content that you're putting out is so good because you know it's hitting. You have social proof because there's people saying, this is what I like and what I don't like. You can repost, you can tag the location, and you can show yourself as authority of your own product. Absolutely. So what Mina's saying too is, is you are going to create, you're going to get your content from these events. You're going to take photos of it, of Mm -hmm. the display. You're going to take photos of people, um, at your booth. Like she said, you might ask people like, Hey, do you want to jump and do like a quick, you know, story for me? You might ask people to tag you right there at the booth. You might have a giveaway, um, in your, at your in-person event. Um, you know how like on Yelp, it says check in and you'll get a free appetizer. Mm -hmm. Like restaurants will do that. Do that same concept, you know, like take a picture, tag us, show us you've tagged us and get 10% off, which, you know, this is something that we talk about in multi-stream machine, our course, where we're teaching you how to sort of like use in person to, to do all these things and to get people to buy from you. Um, but all of these different ways, there's either user-generated content that they can create for you, and then you too can be developing content being there. So you're showing up, right? People get to find yeah. a place where they get to be with you. And all day long, if all you do, if all you do is use that, let's say it was $100 to be in that Gift Mart um, event to pay for your booth, and you get 25 photos of people interacting with your product or whatever, that's content for how long, Right. Because you can have content in insert stories, you can have it show up on different hashtags, you know, throw back to when we were at this farmer's market, look at this person holding our bestseller, um, this is what blah, blah, blah said about this. That's like however many photos you can get, that should be your goal sometimes. It's just to get content from these events so you can repurpose them for the future. Yep, exactly. So this kind of takes us to the next one that the, out of our five reasons why you should still be showing up in person, um, is that it's a tangible experience. So this is going back to like just straight up old school brick and mortar, um, and what brick and mortars are doing these days, right? Like, so actual physical stores, how they're getting the, the Xennials, what are they now after millennials? Z generation. Z generation. I think uh-huh. you might be calling them Zennials, but no, Zennials between uh, the X and the Y. Okay. We're Zennials. We're Zennials. Oh. <laughs> They're still getting people to show up in person, <laughs> all the people. Um, but it's because they're turning them into experiences. And so I'll just mm-hmm. talk about my six-year-old, right? How do you get my six-year-old to want to go to a store? Well, if I take him to the Lego store, then there are places for him to play. There are virtual interactive games now there, there's this thing where you could actually take the lego box up to the screen it 
virtually scans it and then kind of builds it for you right there on the screen. Mm -hmm. There's um, cool interactive things. There's, there's built up, you know, this giant Lego. Yes. Oh my gosh. We saw Darth Vader. Yeah. And everybody took a photo with a Lego Darth Vader, you know? So, so what's that experience? Let's talk about those experiences. Okay. Does it bring joy? Is there something they, they can taste, smell, touch, ex, you know, th- those like um, sensory experiences, the photo experience. Hello, you guys, everyone needs to take a photo with everything these days. So getting them <laughs> to want to take a picture with Darth Vader. So that experience, if you can create some sort of special experience for your customers in person, um, again, it could still be at a farmer's market, but you're creating this tangible experience where they get to touch your product, smell your product, wear your product, try it on, taste it, what else, feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, These are all the experiences that will help overcome those questions or objections to them actually purchasing online as well. And that's exactly what we had talked about in Rock Your Holiday Promotions, right? The holiday experience has all these things. It's sight, sounds, taste, smells, you know, the smell of cinnamon, the smell of pumpkin, the sounds of Christmas music, the feeling of touching a wreath or seeing the presents, you know, the glitter, the glitz, all of it, it, it leads to an experience, even the cold weather, right? The brisk weather. So thinking about even Melissa of Crazy Love Bath, if she decided to ask somebody, hey, um, or her husband in this case, Ryan, right? Because she's on maternity leave. They could ask people to be in this giveaway, would you smell this bath bomb and describe the smell to us? Or could you guess this? And and then you get to be put into this giveaway or this drawing, for instance, right? And they would describe the smell as, oh, it smells like apples with like cinnamon, like an apple pie. Yes, you're right. Apple pie, you've won, blah, blah, blah. Or you're in the drawing now. So even having like an Insta story about that where somebody can smell something for you and describe it in their own words makes it feel so much more tangible as if they were there with you. That's exactly why brick and mortar on the on the holidays will never go away. People want that experience. They want that tradition of shopping. They want to take their family out and have a cup of, you know, hot apple cider with a, you know, cinnamon stick in it, for instance. They want to be there at a location and experience that with other people, their loved loved ones typically. And to play off of that would be so super smart for this tangible experience. And that's what everybody's like, that's how setting people apart. Lego. I mean, how that Darth Vader, it was something like crazy, like 5,000 black Legos or something. Yeah. (laughs) It was incredible. But just think about how they're marketing to like the young kids. And there's Mm -hmm. those of us that are used to, you know, maybe we did grow up in the mall and things were always brick and mortars and it was harder to transition people onto e-commerce. Um, but you, know, was just, you mentioned that, right? I forget. We did photos when we were in New York and Jacqueline was talking about how when she had her first son, Oliver, there wasn't hardly any places that she could go that, that was she could inside. take him. Yeah, that were inside. Well, now that he's older, same case, right? You need to take them somewhere inside that will hold their attention enough, but would be cool too. You because know, in New York City, there right. there weren't really malls. There was just this one place in Columbus Circle. And so if it was freezing and I didn't want to take him to like a museum, but I just kind of wanted to walk around. I didn't want to walk down Fifth Avenue or any sort of street. I wanted an inside. So that brings up, again, because Mina was just in New York, in Bryant Park, 
there is this holiday um, market that happens every year. It is packed with booths of fellow product bosses. There is the apple cider with the cinnamon stick. That's always like (laughs) the longest line. There are food trucks. There's a giant ice skating rink. There's Christmas music. And it a hundred percent, it's like you bundle up, you get out there, you do some shopping, you're, you're willing to try new things in person, right? Like you may have never known about this wood lens, these wood glasses, or I bought a clock there that looked like a painted dog with like the tail that TikToked like side by side. (laughs) I would have never been looking for a dog (laughs) clock. Oh my gosh. Why I missed that on the trip to New York in your house. (laughs) I think because it's now gone, but I, that's something I would have never thought like, you know, you go to Target and there's toys but for my son, I was like, oh, this is so cute. This is perfect for his room. I didn't even need it actually for the holidays. It was just that I was able to discover. It was like that idea of discovery. Right. And the I tangible wanting- experience of seeing it. You would never have ordered that off online. Never. <laughs> never. And I wanted, like you said, that tangible experience. I got to interact with it and I wanted to buy because I was in the holiday mood and I was there with wallet in hand. So um, just think about that tangible experience. And one other thing about that is um, uh, Anne Williams from Gearly Co. She is in the top mastermind with us. And um, she was talking about in, in one of um, our sessions that because she sells beautiful yearly, they're gold bangles that you would give uh, on your anniversary, like a husband. Like milestone bangles. Yeah. Like every year of your marriage or maybe every year of your business um, that you'd get these beautiful gold bangles. And solid gold. And she was saying that events that she had done in person at a house, for example, were not as successful to people purchasing than they were if they were like a pop-up in a jewelry shop or a pop-up in a retail store. Mm -hmm. So that sort of data, which goes back to number one, she wouldn't have known uh, long-term until she was able to actually test out these in-person events. And now when she does these in-person pop-ups, people are flocking to them because they know that they actually get to try the bangles on instead of having to order a sizing kit. There are certain ones they could just buy right off the shelf right there and then. Um, And so she's seeing this huge new platform for for her business showing up in person, but she's not doing it every day. Yeah, I love that. And and people are getting to try it on, they're getting to see it. They're, you know, it's just like how even if the product doesn't have to do if the experience doesn't have to do with your product, it still helps the experience, right? I give the example of Bass Pro. They always have kettle corn popping outside their store. Do you go to Bass Pro for kettle corn? I might. No. But I buy it every single time and it gets me into the buying mood. It's like a trigger, right? Just like popcorn at the movie theater. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to buy this because I cannot not buy it because the smell of kettle popped popcorn, we buy it every time. So as I'm walking through the store, which they allow dogs, I see dogs walking past, I'm eating my kettle corn. You better bet I'm in the holiday and shopping mood, even if it's not the holiday. I was going on boats that I would never buy. I would, you know, look at the fish, everything. And I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, what can I buy? I bought a giant fish pillow. Would I have ever bought a giant fish pillow? It was so cool. It was like a giant Nemo was what my kids thought it was. And so that whole experience, it just gets you into like these psychological triggers of the sights and smells of being part of shopping. Now, if she, if Jacqueline had pitched to her son, Hey, should we go to the the Lego store to go shopping? He would probably, probably have said no. 
But if she says, let's go to the Lego store and check out what they have and we could see a giant Darth Vader and take some photos and blah, blah, blah. That's a whole different experience than just saying, quote unquote, shopping, right? Right. Or if I said, let's go shopping versus the Lego store where he <laughs> knows that there is like interaction. Even right. at Target, Lego has interactive areas. So, Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Like you turn on that light button. Just pressing the button is an experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So finally, number five is huge. So if anything, you guys are going to show up in person for your customers because number five is list building. Yes, you can 100% build your email list in person. Um, in fact, this is something that we teach in Multistream Machine. And just the other day, one of our students posted in the Facebook group, and this is what she said. She just said, just use the sell-in-person module to help with my booth at a Rescue Pup Festival. I got already 50 new email subscribers by doing a giveaway of a pet portrait. I'm now going to email a coupon code to all the non- winners. Lots of great advice. So she basically went and implemented just a fraction of one of the modules about showing up in person and built her list to 50 new email subscribers in a couple of hours. Do you know how, how many Facebook ads that would take or how many, like how you would reach 50 new people? I mean, Facebook ad wise, it wouldn't take you long, but you would be paying for that. You'd be paying. It might be $10 an ad a person. (laughs) A lead probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you'd you'd have to have a huge upsell at the end. You know, um, whenever we talk to people that run ads, and I've heard this from two to three different ad experts, is that you should always have something that's at least $50 on the back end. So if you're selling two items, let's say it's a gift set on the back end, the $50 will help you pay for your Facebook ads. Now, that is just to get the leads oftentimes, right? So if you're in person, you're in person anyways. That's $0 for you to say, hey, um, would you like to be part of our email list? We always have special sales for our customers check it out and um, put your email list here. Obviously have a more succinct way to ask. I know it's hard to ask for the email. Sometimes people ask them at the point of purchase. Sometimes people get them during the giveaway. Sometimes they say, um, you know, type it in here and I'll write it in for you. Whatever it is, you should always have the exchange of email and whatever it is you're giving whether it's stepping into the booth or perhaps a giveaway or, you know, some something enticing where they would want to get into your email list and um, become a part of your community, like what we were talking about. And I will say always those opt-ins online, it's like 10% off, give us your email address. Well, you could do the same thing with your in-person where you could say 10% off if you give us your email address or if you didn't want to do that because that means you'd probably give 10% off to everybody. You could literally have like your giveaway right there, right there on the table. This is what you're going to get if you entered anyone who subscribes or adds their name to our mailing list. And you guys, I know you're going to start talking about tablets and all the fancy things you can do. Put a pic, like a frame up with the word saying, join our, join our mailing list for this giveaway or whatever, pen and paper with lines and a clipboard, a clipboard, maybe have two of them in case there's a line in case it's like super busy, just keep it simple seller. That's something that we use in rock your holiday promotion. So we're going to start using it here on the podcast. Um, keep it simple. We don't have to get over complicated. We just need it to perform for you and to take action. Yeah. And acknowledge them when they do sign up for it, you know, like say, Hey, is that a J or an I or whatever? If you have problems reading their, you know, scratch, chicken scratch. Um, and, and then 
let that be a, a conversation opener. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, I have a doctor signature also, haha, <laughs> whatever. You know, I think it's just one of those things where you don't have to make it seem so awkward or so like markety or slimy in any sort of way that they're signing up. They, def- they definitely are seeing you in person. You can ask them for their email. And if they don't want to give it to you, then that's fine. Then they don't, they won't be part of the giveaway, you know? But don't, don't take the, I'm getting their emails from their purchases to the same thing as them opting into the mailing list. So ask for both. If they purchase for sure, you're going to get their email address. But if we want people to, we want more people that aren't going to necessarily purchase to sign up because you could then get to start engaging with them. So like she said, she's going to send a coupon to all the non-winners. So now they've met her in person and they have the ability to purchase from her now past this in-person event. Uh, through her e-commerce site. So I hope that this was helpful to you. There are so many opportunities during this season to show up in person, but there always are opportunities to show up in person. So whether you are doing some sort of like holiday gift event at your friend's house, that is the first way you can show up. Ask people to invite people. Maybe you're hosting something at your own house. If you have the ability to show up at like church or temple or anything like that, like there's usually gift shows. There could be school shows that people do. Um, There are local markets. There's holiday gift markets. Think about all the places you could show up or are you sponsoring an event and take like popping up a booth somewhere? So think about all of these ways and, um, and we'd love to see that. Also, I, I, one of our multi-stream machine people, she actually asked someone who does gift shows if she could share the booth with her. So they made a collaboration. So then that way they wouldn't have to show up every single you know time they were splitting the booth. So even let it lead to ways of you doing collaborations and 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 then still these five different five different reasons, right? Data, connection, content, tangible experience, list building. So there's lots of benefits to all of this. Make it work creatively for you in any sort of way that you can make it work. And I love that you said that because that's why we initially started this and we have the Facebook Product Boss community, which you're all welcome to join and it's in the show notes. That's why our masterminders all have their own community because they are collaborating together. That's why Multistream Machine, our course, our students, people in there collaborating with each other. You guys, we know that there's room at the top for all of us and we, and that, you know, it's like, what is it? Like a a rising tide raises all ships. We'll see a bunch of things. Um, (laughs) That's what we want you guys to do for each other, with each other. So we invite you all to join our community. We'd love to see you in there. It is free and it's our Facebook product boss community and the link will be in the show notes. Um, And I'm going to do a fun post in there after this airs. I'm going to post, I want to know the funniest things you guys have bought in person that you would have never purchased. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a dog clock with a ticking tail. Uh Mina is a fish pillow. The size of a child, like a four-year-old child, (laughs) you know, was in a fish, tiny little pillow here. So share pictures if you have them or just post them in the group and we will hang out with you in there. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Bye. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, Product Bosses, let's make it happen.